Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Hi, everyone. Oh, hi, Wait, I can't hear anybody. Oh, oh really? I can. Maybe kind you're not of. Lo- Except I'm really loud, so I can always hear. No I can't what. hear anybody. I can really? hear you. Oh, oh, oh there we are. look at that. Hi, hey, everyone. hello. Hey, uh, hi, listener. Can you thumbs up, people, if you can hear us out yeah, there? If you what saw is that? our what live are those little words announcement? on the screen right there in yellow. Yes, and I would like to... Uh, Share. We're having some technical difficulties. Send a link. Because Patty was being so proficient, she sent out a little message that said, hey, we're going to podcast in five. five." And then we got some notice saying, hey, you guys have been banned. Um for I, for saying podcast in five, or and I don't know. I don't know if that is like code for something. I don't know. Put on there. I don't know. I don't. You know I how no you know how bad went to good and mm-hmm. fat went to thin uh-huh. and all the things did mm-hmm. podcast in I five so. go to something naughty. It I don't totally know about. Did. Probably why you were gone to Florida. That it hopefully happened. Hopefully, it's yes. as fun as it sounds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> no kidding. Absolutely. Hopefully, this be is fun. Someone's got to be fun these exactly. days. Exactly. Yeah. So usually we have we can see who's on and we can't see anyone and we see these little yellow words up there that are that probably are saying small. you can't go too live. Uh, but we're going to assume that we are. So welcome well, to the podcast. Our we're so producer, happy to have you here, Sean, diligently. Yeah, handling. he's giving us a thumbs up. Yeah. So you are Facebook Live. The comments, um, uh, we'll get them working. Awesome. All right, awesome. There you go. I'm writing you a go. letter. So, Dear Mr. Zuckerberg. Exactly. Exactly. Marcus, because this is your mother speaking. And yes. Totally what you have to fear is mm-hmm. three women in their later life. The later. No, no, no. The no, latest. No. In but, Act Three. We're not saying yeah, later. Yeah, in Act We're Three. At, well, Act Three, The Crucible is pretty. No, that's Act I mean, Four. That, act Four is ridiculous. Okay, act but, Four is yeah. the hanging. I know, but Act Three gets pretty feisty. You guys just ruined that book for me. Now I can't read it. (laughs) Well, you shouldn't then. (laughs) Yeah, never. Just saying. Just don't even bother. Uh, I'm not. Just because it's one of my favorite books all time. Exactly. So, welcome to the podcast. A great day to talk. We're so happy to have you with us, and we're so thrilled to have Miss Jill here with us. What? Yeah. Yes. Always and thrilled. to have Miss Patty oh. back. Woo, woo, Yay. Woo. Put your little hiatus. Oh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. People yeah. are giving us yeah, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. So uh, we're going to let Patty. Let us know if you're here. Yeah. Um, so it, I, um, I'm glad to be back. I missed you, ladies. I missed um, you. I, I know uh, Christmas vacation from school was a couple weeks, but when I got back and a week and a couple days later, I was like, I got to get back out of here. 
So, <laughs> so took another week off. No, I, um, I did. I, I got to go to Florida to celebrate a friend's birthday and, um, <clears throat> be with a few other friends and probably we just need an excuse to do something. And yep, it was Patty's awesome. I am back, back from Florida. Jeff, Patty's back. And I had two students today. They're like, I'm sorry I was gone last week. I was in Florida. I'm like, what? Is everyone just trying to get out of some of the, we don't even have bad weather really we don't. here. It's been but, gorgeous actually. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I, every day I could go sit out by the pool and read my book oh, and see, I can't and, do that. Yeah. That's, it's not that warm yeah, it's yet. Not that warm, yeah. mm -hmm. You were in mm -hmm. shorts and flip -flops. I was in yeah. shorts and flip flops all time. And, and so we it was love awesome. her and hate her at the same time. Yeah. It's a love, you know, that's yeah. how it works. Sometimes. Well, that's how I feel yeah. about myself. Yeah. I love myself and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed out on last tribute and so just yes. wanted to say to miss kim michelle mm -hmm. how um sorry i am mm -hmm. that i missed the tribute to your dad but i know um what i read about what you wrote about your dad was such an honor um for you to write for him oh so, yes thank you wow it's amazing and i I kind of feel like it would be nice to hear those things while we're live. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. How do we do that? <laughs> well, one of the things that I'm, I feel so good about is that my, my dad already knew mm -hmm. all those things. Yeah. You know, I, not everybody in my life does. I can definitely do a better job of sharing those things with my husband, for example. Um, but my dad, he he knew how much I adored him, and I knew how much he adored me. So those words did not go unspoken prior to his passing. Sure. So I'm forever thankful of, of that. that yeah. You had that time, I think, when things are sudden, um, and we miss out on that opportunity, but where you were able to visit him and, and knew that he wasn't well and had that time to spend. I yeah, like and even before then. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I mean, let's face it, I'm the favorite daughter. Well, so, yeah, you were, you were his child. baby girl. I'm the favorite child. You're, you're so. the oldest girl. <laughs> You're the oldest, oldest daughter. Oldest daughter, for and, sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and I do feel like I had, all of us had a very special, probably, relationship with our dad. I think um, mine, and I hope this is true for anyone. I hope all of you choose to have a very skewed perspective of your parent mm. that only sees them in the most loving kind, generous way, because you can't change the backstory. You can't change the history. So I don't know how it serves you to see it in any other way no. than to see it that mm -mm. way. So I'm sure that there are those who would disagree with my view about my dad, and I don't really care. It's yeah. my view. It's my story. It's my history. And that's how I'll choose to remember that. Well, and I think... Um I, I know we all did the very best we could as parents and as people. And when we learn better, we do better right. every time. And I love that you just said that you expressed your love all the time. And I know Jill, you did too yeah. with your mom and yeah. you do now with your dad and siblings. And yeah. I think some families are better at that. And some, it seems a little more uncomfortable, um, but Probably many, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. And I feel lucky to be able to feel comfortable in doing that. Yeah. Even if it's uncomfortable for my dad to hear or, yeah. you know, whatever, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. I, um, I think that, uh, I 
am more um, demonstrative with my parents today than I have been um, early on. And of course, in my teens and twenties, I didn't, I didn't really hug and say, I love you. Our family wasn't like that, but we've become more like that. Yeah. And so we definitely don't get off the phone anymore without saying, I love you. And we don't leave the room with, you know, the house. I think that's just a, I think that's just beautiful. Yeah. And I, I really do. And so I hope my parents know that I honor them as you honored your dad right now while they're still here to honor. And I know Jill, your mom knew you loved her so much. Yeah. Yeah. So. She forgot it the last two years, but but that has something to do with dementia. <laughs> has a teeny tiny yeah. bit to do with dementia. Right. Yeah, right. Oh. and I would say that you know maybe she didn't know it in her mind, but she knew it in her being, and that's mm-hmm. the most well. She let me take care of her. Yeah. yeah, she let me take care of her the right. last couple yeah. days, right. which. You know, I'm pretty no grateful one, that I had yeah. that yeah. time with her. No one wants to be taken care of and vulnerable, especially as a mom. I think we have to be the strong ones. And so to have our kids uh, take over is, we. I think we would be very resistant. I know yeah. I would be resistant. I know my own uh, mom yeah. has been resistant to that. And yeah. my and dad sure. continues to be resistant too. And sure. he's, yeah, it's, it's. It's heavy. It's heavy. Friends, it's heavy lately. Right. So today we were um, talking about our topic, which uh, I think we're just going to title this podcast, Getting Through January. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Right? You know, we, we really sat around and said, gosh, that really? Because we like to maybe bring a little bit more hopefulness. Yeah. But that is the hope. To yeah. get through it. Right? <laughs> see, see, there's the twist right there. Yeah. But really, you guys, I have, it hit me when I looked at the calendar and it was only the 16th. <laughs> I know. And, and honestly, mm-hmm. well, I get that we've only been back for two weeks. One of the things that I do at school, and it's for this very reason, is that we have Hot Chocolate Friday every Friday in my classroom because it's the only way that I managed to get through January. Like it's real right hot now. Hot chocolate, that doesn't, that's chocolate. enough. Well, I what can't do you put do? in your job? Hot chocolate do. during. And here's the thing. I'm going to come down even, and look in your drawer. Right, yeah, seriously. Patty and I are going to join you, you in your classroom. You mm-hmm. won't be able to because it's locked in a cabinet. <laughs> but honestly, I don't even have the hot chocolate. It's just having it. And having it for my students and seeing their faces when we, you know, when I pour it for them, they come up, I make them let me pour the hot water for them because it's like that. It's that one time a week that I can serve them in a loving way. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But oh, it's like a beautiful it, thing. The only mm-hmm. thing that gets me through January. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's the thick of it. It's mm-hmm. real. It is real. Yeah, it's yeah. the struggle is real and I and I so believe in the power of language. So so often I'll really work to not use uh language like struggle because I don't want to invite struggle in my life. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, gosh darn it, I don't want to pretend something is something different than what it is. And yeah. that is the truth for me, you know. Um mm-hmm. I really felt like I was doing so well through my dad. And part of that is because we knew the inevitability of that. And you get to throw yourself right into 
serving working and serving yeah. and preparation uh, yeah and, and mm -hmm. writing this beautiful tribute hopefully to him and it was um but then i lost a dear friend yesterday and i am Floored. a wreck well a and, wreck. You, and your step father passed not long 60 uh, days 60 before days my dad. before your dad mm -hmm. and and he was a huge part of your life yeah. as well which we talked about him and his um impact on you mm -hmm. and your family as well and um so getting uh, getting um on with january i think um we've come off the christmas high in a way the holiday highs of being busy and planning and preparing and sharing time together yes and all the things that you were you were scheduled out um and now you're just like okay wait oh now what do we do and you kind of it's like that serotonin drop um also i kind of feel like all oh, right christmas is over we're spring i need spring now uh, like okay. i w none of us are real w well i know you're not a winter peep i don't need the winter you mm -hmm. don't need the winner. No. Um, and uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but we're going to send this out. But we do need the moisture. So please, yes. Mother Earth, let the moisture drop in yeah. the mountains and let it be there where it belongs so that we can get out of this drought. Yeah. Our rivers and, and uh, lakes really need water as well. Yeah. So Our anyway, fishies, gosh. absolutely. Yeah. I know, Scott, it sounds such like a whiny. I don't even know how we survive the temperatures in the mid 50s in January's here in St. George. You know, we could honestly live in Salt Lake City or, you know, that area where they have so much inversion now that it's yes. almost a daily thing. And while I recognize that, one of the things that I've been, you know, I've read and heard from many people over the years is that we all feel our own heaviness. We can't compare yep. our heaviness to someone else because our heaviness mm -hmm. is our heaviness. And, you know, I've been listening to Brene Brown. I always listen to Brene Brown, but I'm catching up on a few. And I've been listening to her episode with Willie Nelson and his son, Luke Nelson, who is an amazing musician as well. And actually on the way over here, one of the things that Willie said was you just make you you send out what it is that you want and you intend you put it in a thought bubble and you send it out and then you let it go and yep. then you live without the ruminations and without the fear and the anxiety and the worry and all of that and i thought you know what that could be a really great mantra for january mm -hmm. yeah yeah for getting um, through the seasonal affective disorder yeah. of January. I always phrase that and then this and or something better and then release it to a power greater than me. Mm -hmm. um, to me then. Yes, to yeah, Jill. We, we send ah, all of our exactly what I to do. Jill. I send it and to Jill. Make them and so number one. Make Jill manifest it. <laughs> <laughs> so in my sophomore language arts classes today, we did write some poem. We're writing a poem. We're, right now we're brainstorming. But um, on uh, we read a poem, and then this poem is inspiring us. It's um, uh, la, 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 what is it called? Um, that's not the name Bert, I'm guessing. It's not. It's um, Burt Bacharach. Burn the Old. Um, anyway, 
and we're talking about how do we, um, it was a full moon this week. Right. And I love to do the um, burn old Oh, and yeah. and then add oxygen to the fire to send the intentions out. Oh, I yeah. love that. And so that's what the poem will be is what can what do we want to get rid of in 2021? What kind of things we want to say, okay, I'm done with that. And lots of things uh, the poem talks about, you know, there are many things that can be burned, lists of vegetables and I imagine she's talking about grocery lists like, you know, you have things written down, notes, yeah. to-do yeah. lists and whatnot and and um so we talked about how we can move, uh, burn the old to ash and release the oxygen of the new into the flames That's up into so the, and, that. And so I know it might have been a little bit woo woo for some of my sophomores are like, what intentions manifest? I'm going to need a dictionary. <laughs> um, but uh, I think some of them got it. I think it'll be fun to revisit on Friday and see what some of their brainstorming yeah, ideas so, were. That's so crazy. Yeah. You did that because last week my students wrote a letter to the year 2022. Oh, fun. So we analyzed two different poems, which is crazy. Well, th this idea came from an email from you. Really? I just went to the link and looked, searched a couple oh other things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah so, so thank we, you. We, well, gee, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> didn't even I'm know. not there in no, that school. No, no. We don't share we our emails with her anymore. No, not with me. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one on the end. Yeah. No, but we did, we did, um, we analyzed the poem Old Ang Syne. Yes. From the poet, uh, 1730, 67, 1767 from Scotland. Mm -hmm. And then we read and analyzed the poem from Amanda Gorman, New Year's Lyrics. Yeah. In yes. which she her. mentions Old Ang Syne. Old Ang Syne. Mm -hmm. And so we compared and contrasted those two poems, you know, um, honoring the past and then inviting in the, the new future. and what the new yeah. can look like. Love it. So the kids, that's what my, my kiddos did. And so I had them bring a stamp and uh, I taught them. Okay. Get this. Yeah. I have to address them, an envelope. Uh -huh, an to envelope. address an envelope. They're like, what is this square? I have to do this rectangular look at piece Sean's of paper face. that you lift uh -huh. on one side. <laughs> Sean's face is like, what? Yeah, seniors in high school were learning how to address envelopes. Yeah, but they don't know where it goes. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's or what goes where. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then in a year, I'll mail them those letters back. Yeah, so I love that. I love that, that was really yeah. is that for your seniors? That my senior. Well, I did it with my juniors as well. But oh, uh, at the end of the year, my seniors will write a letter to themselves in the year okay. in a year, and I'll mail those to them as well. But did they know how to address an envelope? No, no, nobody yeah. does. I have I to have teach a them every son year. On a mission. He does not know how to send mail. Right. And right. he does not know how to receive mail. Uh, I said, I need your address so I can send you something. I where do I get it? I have to send it to the main office because he does not know how to get his own address. Interesting. I just gave up. I'm does like, he have, yeah. so he does have a mailbox or? A he has a mailbox. He has, <laughs> he's okay. in an apartment in the United States. He has, he can receive postage, uh -huh. right? but he doesn't know how to say yes, 135 South, 300 East. Sean, City I to, state. It was very frustrating. Yeah, I yeah. hate to tell you, I've been teaching my seniors for the last seven years how to address an envelope to mm -hmm. themselves. And I, I tell them, dudes, you got to know how to do this. I mean, you're going to send packages to people. I know you are. Where do I put my email address? Where I don't, what, what do I have to put? But anyway, interestingly enough, that's, uh, 
That's kind right. of the thing. I love so that. we did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really, really, and they, you know, I didn't read their letters because that's between them and the year twenty twenty two. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a that's fun. That's yeah, fun. Interesting. Yeah. We did the Amanda Gorman oh, such uh, as well, one. and and um, New Year lyrics, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need to read mm-hmm. the piece. and anything by her. Her new book, uh, her new compilation of poems. I, I'm, I. I think it's in my bag in my car, but I don't oh, have it. Oh, it's so amazing. Uh, it's amazing. It really is just yeah. amazing. Yeah. 24 year old. Amazing. Youngest poet amazing. Yeah, yes. Youngest, youngest poet to be asked to speak at yeah. a presidential inauguration. Yep. Inauguration. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We've mm-hmm. kind of, we've kind of come over a little bit of a hump of a. Yeah. Of um, a my funk. students, I did have to explain Old Lang Syne. And then there was one student who knew the tune and he and I kind of sang the song a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so everyone could hear it. Some of them were like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is kind of a weird song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, you know, I played the one by Mariah Carey. Oh, and then they went, Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Played the very original one from Scotland and then the one by Mariah Carey. And they just, they didn't get the first one, but they got the second one. Right. Yeah. Good so, idea. Good anyway. idea. Oh, you're so good. No, that's just, yeah. uh, you know, let's think about the new year, folks. What yeah. What do we want for yeah. the new year? And and we talked about um, what do you want to add to your life? What are your intentions and how do you want that to come back to you? And so yeah. instead of a little bit of resolutions, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. too. Atten- so, intentions. Intentions, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. But um, today, I think uh, what we talked about most together was uh, kind of the difficulties of January and, and, um, difficulties of this third chapter where, um, we are still taking, you know, we've taken care of our kids and we continue to take care of our kids, which we all love to do. That's fine. But now we're taking care of our kids, our friends, our friends, kids, and our parents, which we also love, but it just seems to be oftentimes a little bit, uh, it can be heavy, heavy is a great, um, and for me that heavy is not being able to do all of that, all of the caregiving. Yeah. Feeling bad if I didn't get to someone that I know needs something. And how do we how do we come to a place for ourselves where we have to recognize we can't do everything and not feel guilty about what it is we can't mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Right. And I uh I struggle with that because I would feel I feel bad if I can't meet someone if somebody needs me and right. yeah. I want to be there. Do you there. think that's somebody else's expectation that you feel bad when you can't meet it or an expectation that you place on yourself? Oh, for sure. I think it's an expectation because I think anybody would understand if there was, I think uh, if I would understand if someone wasn't yeah. able to do something, but isn't I, it interesting? Mm-hmm. This is what my therapist and I talked about how the expectations for ourselves are not mm-hmm. the expectations we have for others. Well, and my therapist said, <laughs> is that your value or your mom's value? And I think because my mom was so good at taking care of everyone but herself, I feel like that's the expectation to live up to yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just realizing that Jill and Patty are my therapists and they both have therapists. So I'm <laughs> thinking maybe I might be into some trouble here. You are in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that part of this whole conversation really does just come down to that it's 
outside of the blame, shame, guilt mm-hmm. conversation where there is no, there's nothing in that conversation that can feed your spirit in any way, shape or form outside that conversation to be willing to embrace the feelings and emotions that you're sitting in without judgment towards yourself is a really powerful place for you to be able to mm-hmm. get. I'm not saying that I can work myself there, but it would be a healthy place to be able to work myself there and say, would I make this choice to do A, B, or C? Would I make it of my total free will or would I make it out of a place of uh, guilt or perceived responsibility or, you know, and what do I make it mean about who I am if I choose A or I choose B or Mm -hmm. I choose C? Well, and I think that's um, what are we, do we value us as human doings rather than human beings? And a lot of us get our value in doing, yeah. and a lot of that could be doing for others. And mm-hmm. um, I, I have friends, I they're sitting next to me, <laughs> that do for others all the time. And I'm constantly saying like, how do you keep... Th- Oh, I didn't even think about that person, but you got that done and you got that done. And where's the time going? I swear I'm not just chilling on the couch all the time. (laughs) Um, And I I have another gal friend, uh, April, and we think that she must be be able to... um, She intuits it. Yeah, I I think she's a time traveler, but we call it something else and I've lost it right now, but... um, That's two lusts for tonight for you. Two losts. Uh-huh. I've lost. Oh, well, lost we're just getting started. You, need a, you must need a vacation. Two in 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, my neurons are still trying to work themselves back. Yeah. Um, no, she is transport. She has a, a time transporter. Teleporter? Tele, she teleports. Yes. And I'm all, well, how did you get that done and this done and that for that? And you did this and that. And I just don't know how she does it, but uh, she must teleport as well. And, and you guys are all conscientious of others needs. Well, I've always which ama- is a great- been in amazement about April around that. Yeah. She always. Yeah. To a fault. I want to tell her and she might be listening right now, but she's going to need to put April. her oxygen yeah, mask fault, on, <laughs> put your own oxygen mask yeah, on girl. for once. Mm-hmm. Are you guys putting your os- oxygen mask on? Not every day. I would say no. I don't think mine's been on for, for sure. a while. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why do you think that is? Uh, You know, I just, uh, there's a part of me at some level that must believe that taking time for others is a saintly cause, but taking time for self is something other than that. Yes, April. And I have not resolved that conflict in Mm -hmm. my own thinking, right? right? So, I mean, I took time, some time. Uh, when my dad passed to, I took some time from school, but even today, as I was working through school, I really was just like, I need to take some time. Yeah, I'm not here fully present and I'm looking at my kiddos in, in my classroom and I'm, they're not getting from me what they I feel like they need to be successful in this moment, even though I'm giving them everything I know to give them in this mm-hmm. moment. Right. I I can't give them anything more than what I'm giving them. I need some time. But 
I then I'm like, well, I don't I don't have any time. I'm new back into the school system. I don't have days. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have time. I, I just don't, buried my father. I just buried my father, mm-hmm. right? I got to power through this. That's what you do. You mm-hmm. pick up the pieces, you move on. Um and I dismissed that very real awareness to me almost as fast as I had it because I didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And so it was uncomfortable for me. And because it was uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do with it, I replaced it as quickly as I possibly could. Right. Right. I agree. That's hard. Definitely. Um, And when I, I like that you said doing there's, you can, you can justify to the world why, you need to go do this for somebody else. But when you do something for yourself, it does feel selfish, especially if you didn't grow up in a, in a home where you saw anyone self-care self-care. There wasn't self-care in the home. And no, my mom was not about that. She just worked and worked because that's what she saw. And I think we are changing that, but, um, that, uh, there's still that little not bit soon of, enough for us. Yeah. That little generation before us that makes me feel a little bad about having some time to myself. Yeah. Um, we just, that's, I just talked about that with Michelle and it's a matter of, well, I, I can't slow down because what will that look like? Yeah. What happens to the world? Mm-hmm. And not if only what I happens to the world, but down. not only that, but what does that mean about me? Oh, and my, my grit and my ability to, I mean, for heaven's sake, I have a father that was, you know, he fought in the jungles for a solid year while my mom was home giving birth to a nine and a half pound baby by herself, you know? And I just think, okay, Mm -hmm. suck it up, buttercup for Mm -hmm. me, not my mom. But right, right. I don't think that, I think that's part of the reason why it's so hard to step into saying, okay, I have got to really just take a break. Yeah. And we know that self-care is so important um, just with our longevity today versus the longevity of generations before us. Yeah. That was, you know, they didn't go to the doctor. There wasn't the medication right. that we have. There's not the- Better the, the living the res- science. Right. There's not um, research that says deep breathing or meditation or exercise or yoga or, you know, all of the things that we need to be doing for ourselves to put our own mo- oxygen mask on first before we're going to be good for others. That wasn't, that was, uh, the generation was pull your bootstraps up yeah. and get to work. And Suck that's how you get through this. And even though we have research that suggests self-care is um, healthier, yeah, we still have the twins twinge of guilt. More than a twinge. Yeah, and, and if I self-care, I don't always tell my mom. Right. It's not because she, right. not because she's going to be like, oh, I can't believe you got your nails done, but because I know she didn't get her nails done. Yeah, you know, uh, I think her first pedicure she ever had she was probably fifty years old. Right. Where I don't think my mom ever did anything like that. Right. Right. And she worked from dawn till dusk, and so what's my problem? Mm-hmm. I think therein lies the the biggest. Awareness that is easy to is easy to see consciously, right? 
but it still doesn't make it easy to deal with. Nope. But that is that comparison. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as you put yourself in that comparison place, you've taken yourself out of the real conversation about self-care. Um, because inevitably it is the comparison between, well, okay, but dot, 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 they did this and they did this and they did this and they never needed this. They never needed this. They never needed this. So who am I if I do mm -hmm. and what we make that mean? Um, so it's a, it's a sure sign that you're probably not in the healthiest conversation as mm -hmm. soon as you are aware you're in that comparison conversation, but it doesn't mean that you know where else to go. Right. 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 Absent that. Yeah. Right. Right. It's all three of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and you know, I think, um, I've talked to a few friends that are teachers besides you two, and there are a lot of interesting expectations for everyone these days. Parents have different expectations for us, and it's not an expectation of, I respect and trust you as no. much as um, this is what I think you should do um, for my kid um, without knowledge of the classroom. And so the expectations for, for all of us, I think in general are very great. And, um, when we get some negative feedback, I think then that just takes us to a different level of, uh, comparison and not good enough. Yeah. I think that's true too. And we speak of the profession we know, yes. right. Which is mm -hmm. education. But I think across the board, uh, you're seeing that in mm -hmm. many professions where there the change of expectation is changing faster than we could have ever imagined and um the 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 expectation that you're going to respond immediately for right, example right. that's across the board yeah, i yeah. think mm -hmm. yep. uh regardless of what time somebody sends you a message I, I you, you are expected yeah. to respond mm -hmm. with an Im right, immediately right. with a very thoughtful and respectful response um i think that is across the board because i came back to education out of the professional arena, which I'd been in for 15 years since I left education uh, initially. And I'm telling you there that the expectation was that I was pretty much available 24 seven. Uh, right, it's, that is true. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and I, I don't even know where to go with that because that's right where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I would never, well, okay. So, and I, I believe I heard this on NPR, November was, the largest month on record for people leaving their jobs. Yes, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I read that. That does not surprise me, mm -hmm. considering the immediacy that everything now is. Yeah, and the uh, I, you need to fix this because I'm not happy, as opposed to let's let's see what we can do together. Yeah. Right. Or you're a professional sitting in your position. Here's what that potentially looks like. It is almost like we work for this in this particular instance, which is education. We work for the school district, right? right. But we, don't. we work for the school. Let's um, be honest. We don't. But the expectation is honestly that you work for the parent. Yep. Sure. And uh, I think that the 
parent very much believes that to be true. And um, that, yeah. even though the student, I think if you ask the student, a lot of times the student would object to what even the parent is sending. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sean, on a college level, what do you see? It continues. Okay. So whatever parents are teaching the kids, those kids bring that to the college side. So even my first yeah. day of class, I say, I will not and do not talk to your mom and dad. But whatever mom and dad would say, those are the emails I get from the kids oh, yeah. and the phone calls yeah. and, the, and the messages. So yeah, Ugh. rather than teaching ownership, account of accountability, responsibility, right? And not it. blame, not shame, and it's just not responsibility. Yep. I, I said to a student today, I'm like, this is going to be, this poem isn't meant to be easy. Right. It's meant to cause you to think because we're going to be analyzing um, for our argumentative essay. And so I want you to analyze this. This is practice for thinking, but in a poem way yeah, right. for this thinking. It's not meant to be, let me just fill in the blanks and not learn. Right. It's meant to make you think. And and the kid's like, oh, I know, I know. But uh, it is it is hard. And, and instead, we want things, I think, uh, we who, hope, hoops jumps as a public. As a public, there's a lot, a lot of hoop jumping. I think it's just such a, so a just catch service. 22, I think, because if you gave what I hear from parents sometimes that it is they think that they want, if I actually gave that to your child, you wouldn't want that. You'd be mad. Because mm-hmm. your child would not get ultimately the growth experience that we all hope they get within the classroom. At some level, and this is across the board, we get to sh- choose to show up in a place of trusting once one another against in again in our communities in our mm. you know in our families in our social groups and i just think across the board we've lost we've lost that I, I agree, uh, trust that um, we're doing our best. That's the one thing I where I, I really struggle with is that someone would think I wasn't doing the very best I could and cared and was compassionate and concerned about their child, their child's growth and their child's learning. Um, and that's probably one of the most um, dagger to the heart when yeah. someone yeah. says to me that I... Um, that you're a 4.0 killer. Yeah. yeah that it's I, such a yeah. trigger, right? Because right? then yeah. that goes like, right to the so core. That, you, yeah. that you've right ruined the their student's opportunity for a scholarship. Right. Because right. you the core of who you are. You're mm-hmm. so unfair. You're intentionally undermining my child. That you're around That's, trying to decide. Those are the ones you want to defend forever. Yeah. And, yeah. and unfortunately, you're defending it to the parent who probably will never hear it. Right, right. It's January, yeah. folks. Sean? Mm-hmm. My favorite is, you didn't teach me anything. Oh. <laughs> and my response is, you didn't learn anything. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, the whole, right. it's, oh. Yeah. You, you can, you can lead you a horse do? to water. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I agree. There's mm-hmm. a there's a lot of heaviness that comes from January. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is uh, exponential this year. I think that our I experience, we're, I, we've been in a pandemic for two years now. Yeah, like, wait, well, it's already 22. I know. <laughs> like, I, swear we're, I need my yeah. friend Susan to tell me what the term is. There's a term for the actual um, blur of time during the pandemic. Oh, I've got hmm. to text her. 
and find out what's it what called. That is I'm called. calling it uh, mental atrophy, but that's a little bit. Oh is. yeah, that could uh, well, and we know that with just the the learning lost um, from our students over just that one. Um, just get it done. Quarter. Do the Zoom. Get your packets done. Get out. Move on. And yeah. and, the, and then mm-hmm. any. From that eleven percent, and then you pass. Well, from that online learning to even the students that were maybe um, immune compromised, or their family members were, so they stayed home online, and then that loss too. um, We we're seeing that, yeah, and it is it's unfortunate, not only um, educationally, but even even socially too, emotionally, social, emotional, absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, January is tricky for sure. It's a long month. Um, we haven't been paid since the day before we left for Christmas break. Yeah, it's ja- December 22nd. <laughs> yep, wondering. Uh, teachers get paid once a month. Uh, the last day of the month. Yep. When you talk about the January. The last day you teach, right? Think, yes. about, think about January 2020. All yeah. the things that took place in just January of 2020, before right. COVID even hit. Oh, right. I remember going, there was supposed to be a civil war. There was supposed to be a war with North Korea. There was supposed to be, I mean, there was all these things that just went crazy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we got back through mid-February. Like, oh, we made it. We're mm-hmm. going to be okay. And then, uh, right, right, yeah. And I, I was in California at Disneyland in in February 2020, and went and visited my friend's son who was in the hospital. Um, he was in California with um, pneumonia. It was some sort of flu. They weren't uh, sure. Uh, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we went in, and we had. They said you're going to want to put gloves and a mask on. But they didn't call it COVID, but he couldn't breathe. He had to be on oxygen. He's a 19 year old now. He did have asthma. And, um, but him getting up from bed to the bathroom took everything out of him. And um, his mom was in Mississippi. And I said, Do you want your mom to come out? And he was on a, a mission for uh, his church. And he said, No, I'm going to be fine. I don't want my mom to come. And he was in the hospital for over five days. And as soon, it was what, a couple weeks later uh-huh. that. She flew back from Mississippi, drove to California, picked him up like he was on the side of the road, picked him up and drove him back home. Um, And because everyone was like, if you have COVID, get out. And um, they drove through Las Vegas and there were nobody on the street. Yeah. And and and, you know, and then. I don't even know, but there is, it is, I like the mental atrophy because I think there was a lot of that too. That's probably not the word Susan has. No, but Susan's, I'm, I'll, I'll assume she lets yeah. me know, but yeah. that's, a, that's, that's really like, we've had this time warp. We've had this kind of chaotic, uh, social, uh, public thing going on in our society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fighting, 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 fighting between people and positions and, you know, all of that, all the things. Mm-hmm. And the tendency to check out is real. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of heavy. Yeah. And I do, I have a lot of friends that, um, and my kids are just like, yeah, I just, I don't listen to the news. I got off. Yeah. I don't, I can't take any more. Yeah. You know, judge um, my filter. Negativity, negative yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think that, um, I think if there's, if there's anything positive moving forward, it really is to just be willing to acknowledge, okay, sometimes Sometimes the season is hard, mm-hmm. so, but we can do hard things. Uh, I think it is pretending that it's not 
when it feels like it is that right. makes it that much harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So choosing to acknowledge, gosh, this is honestly the space where I'm in and I can have all this internal conversation with myself that's that is about, well, how does this space serve me? And wouldn't it serve me better to be in a different space? But the truth of the matter is, this is the space I'm in. So it's okay to just acknowledge that and be with that and to say, okay, I'm in a season. And this season right now, this season of January is a season for me. And I'm not gonna make myself bad or wrong about it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Well, you you should be the therapist. Yeah. I just Michelle just said that almost verbatim to me today. Yeah. It what would happen if you just let it be? Yeah. Yeah. And acknowledge that it is. It is what it is. And could you uh add a little more self-care to your day or to your week? Could I personally? Yeah. Oh, there's no it, Yes, there's. I don't know, but really, that article. There's that article about teachers and nationally how bad it is right now, yeah, and how so many are leaving. And one of the things that it says is, "Quit preaching to teachers to do more self care." Yeah, I didn't read that. Okay, and? because you've got to give them the space oh, to do well, that. Well, that's the thing that bothers me is you need to take it. Take this Okay, and when do you want me to get this done? Because this is how I'm judged. And who's finding me a substitute? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that's part of it too. That's why Salt Lake went on. Taka Psychia. What is it called? Taka, which means stop. Right. That's what your heart does when it goes in. Sounds like mental atrophy. Taka Psychia. If it stop. Thanks, Susan. Wow. Yeah. Well. There you go. There you go. Yeah, word of the day. What is it? Tachypsychia. Yeah, tachypsychia. Can anyone type that on? So, how do we spell it? It's T. uh, How exhaustion, drugs, or trauma mess with our sense of time Mm -hmm. is what it is. T A C H Y P S Y C H I A. One word. Yep. Okay. Tachypsychia. I'm going to need you to text me that word because I. Yeah, oh, exhaustion, drugs, or trauma mess with our sense of time. Oh, yep. yeah, exhaustion. Yep, can do it. Over being overwhelmed, of course, I get of brain, course brain fog, and you may not even be able to pinpoint why it is. And I think that's okay too. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we mm-hmm. think that we have to know why it is we feel the way that we feel, mm-hmm. and if we can't identify it, then somehow the feeling isn't real. And mm-hmm. what I would just say is. If you're feeling it, the feeling is real, right. and that's enough. Mm-hmm. And do what needs to be done in your space for you to be able to embrace that and not make yourself wrong about it. Right. And do so what can needs we, to do to feel healthy. Can you give yourself? Can you learn to give yourself a break mm-hmm. if everything isn't perfect? You might not be able to have time for the pedicure or the deep breathing or whatever it is that you well, do. Well, let's be honest. But, not all of us have the money to do that either. Yeah. Yeah. So. But can, so can we give ourselves a break? We say, I did the best I could. Kim Michelle, you said today, I did the best I could. I had nothing else to give, but I know I need to do more. So you say, okay, I was able to do this much today. Tomorrow I'm going to be able to do this much. And if I hit this mark, great. If I don't, I write a list of th- my list, my list of what we're going to get through today is on the board. And I, I go, this is, I've got all this planned today. 
I'm going to see where I can get to, but it might only be to here. And if we yeah. only get to there, that means we've talked deep around all this stuff yeah. and I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that the world gets to be okay with that because yes. more and more everything is going on the online so you can see what everybody's schedule is. And I, I can't tell you how many times I have a parent call me that says, you were supposed to have a quiz today and you didn't have it today. And, oh you know, my, my son stayed up all night to prepare for that quiz. Well, well that your son was not ready for that quiz. Right. No one in this class was ready for that quiz. So I made a decision as the educator in the room to spend time with them to get them grounded in the material before I quiz them on the material. You're welcome, yeah. parent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. because that's what we do. So right. I'm putting that out as a, it's more of a guideline. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah. They're like, you say, you have a due date on here, and I'm like, I'm sorry, it makes me have a due date. We'll finish it when we finish it. That's in, right. In, in certain classes, yeah. not all classes. All cl some classes yeah, definitely have due dates. But at some level, but, that goes back to yeah. trusting, right? We yeah. get to trust each other. I get to trust parent that you have the best interest of your child. You get to trust too that I do too, because I really do. Yeah. Right. I'm a professional. Yeah, yeah, I really do, and I care about your kid. Yeah. And right now, this is the decision that best supports where your kid's at, even if you don't like it. Me holding your child responsible, I know you hate it, mom and dad, I know you hate it, but trust me, five years from now, you are gonna be so happy that, someone that did. I let your child appreciate what it looks like to be responsible and that you can come back from a decision that wasn't necessarily responsible and still show up in your life and win. That's that's right. what we're going for here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <sighs> oh. Pure and oxygen. So, <laughs> today is January 19th, which means we have two 12 weeks, 12 days, 12 days, 12 days left. left. 12 days left. Till and payday. Till payday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And February's short. And then we're into March and spring break. And Easter is in April and May. And, and the weather May gets better. May is graduation. And then we're in summer. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't want to be the type of person that wants to rush through a month or a day or a week. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get to Friday. No, I, I want to be present in my day and I want to take each day with gratitude because it, you know, every day, it's a day not every day has. is a gift and not everybody can right. get to work and not everybody does have friends and not everybody can, um, has the opportunity to, um, with, That's right. With you two. And Aww. so so I don't want to race through a day or a week or a month, but um, January, we are going to put those goals aside and we're going to try and race through it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to win. Just yeah. be healthy. I'm that's the, first that's the goal the for January. Yeah. Just choose whatever is going to support you yeah. in the healthiest month you can create here. Yep. Getting through yep. January. Getting through yep. January. Yeah, we need a paper chain so we can tear one chain off. Each yeah. other. One link off. Yeah, we appreciate you listeners yep. and have a great special shout day. out to Raph Vanderwall. I love you. I love you, Bill. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.